Welcome to Women Who Sarcast. I'm Kathy Barron. This is Shailani Alex. What's up, Shailani? What up, what up? Kay? How goes it, Shay? Uh, you know, usual. Been a little busy this last couple weeks. I'm sure. I'm sure we... mm-hmm. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> we all have stressed out, all mm-hmm. cray cray. Mm-hmm. But, you know, hanging in there. To soothe what ails us. I think we've been going down the YouTube rabbit hole lately. And um, sometimes that's good and sometimes it's not. <laughs> and in this case, I'm not sure if it's good or bad. But we were talking in the last episode of Shailani and Kathy that I'm not sure that we actually had this in the actual episode. But we did talk about a squirrel just trying to get a nut. And for some reason, it triggered some memory because I can't even remember shit that I do yesterday, but I can sure as shit remember a song from 1986 for some reason. Around the mouth With the squirrel and the the nut reference. Deep into the caverns of (laughs) Kathy's brain, she pulls up this gold nugget called the song. Right. Yeah, don't ask me how. uh, It's a gift. I get it. I understand. So I'm just trying to, you know, bring those to the world. Sharpen it. Share your gifts, Kathy. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) And so the song that made the squirrel, I'm sure there's many that have this squirrel and nut reference, but the one that I remember was called The Rain by Orange Juice. Right? Orange juice. Yeah. Orange juice. In yeah. quotes, by the way. Juice. O R A N. Juice Jones. So shout out to Orin. Hey, hey. So I'm just going to give you a little excerpt of Orange Juice, the rain. You know, you can just look it up on YouTube and watch the video, and, and you can totally understand what we're talking about here. So basically, he sees his girlfriend walking in the rain with this other dude and is basically stalking them throughout the streets. And so at the end, he does a little rap. So I'm going to kind of start there and then we'll go in to discuss it. How's that sound? Sounds good. You know that people are going to recognize this within the first two seconds because it's just (laughs) that fantastic. Yes. Yes, it is. (laughs) And here we go. Yeah. All your charge counts. 
Back, house. bitch. Steak <laughs> <laughs> oh ass wearing this coat. Tricks are for oh. kids, silly rabbit. Oh my god, cornflakes without the milk. Yeah, who comes up with this cheesy ass apparently, shit? Apparently, orange juice, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> like he talks a lot in his songs, right? In his other songs as well, too. It does. And he talks down to the women and treats them kind of like shit. I know. I don't know if I like that. I mean, he seems like he's always breaking up with the women in his songs. Like he got done wrong? Yeah, because, you know, art imitates life, I guess. I guess. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, there is something to it. Like, if she was totally being wrong and he was, like, just trying to provide for her and do these things for her and then she's out turn you know no i get that chicken it with somebody else <laughs> i get that but it is weird. it's like a weird stalker song like right he's like he missed her so much that he followed her yeah i mean the guy could have been her cousin he doesn't know really it could have been <laughs> you know best friend from high school bff Long lost mm-hmm. brother. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's too late for that. Anyway. <laughs> there's a lot of cheesy 80 songs out there. And we're here to tell you about them. Yes. So don't go anywhere. Because we got lots to talk about. <laughs> I I just feel kind of happy. That, actually, that song, when you found that, Kathy, and sent it to me, I was kind of happy that following week because I kept thinking about it. <laughs> it just made me laugh. Like for I mean like the best song. I mean what is it's but it it's it's cheesy and then like speaking of rabbit holes, it's like I ended up going down this rabbit hole trying to see everything and anything this guy did. Mm-hmm. There's actually quite a bit on YouTube about this guy. Mm-hmm. And some of it's not too too bad and musically it's not too bad. It's not terrible. You know? Well, for the time. It's entertaining. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I guess like with movies and their effects and everything, you kind of look back at old movies. It's kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. And looking back at these videos that they did back then, 
<laughs> it's just like so cheesy in the, you know, the attire, the clothing, the hairstyles, you know, it all represents that time, that era, that year, that type of music that was going on. Uh-huh. So it's funny to look back at it and see how things have evolved and haven't evolved. <laughs> Well, you know, I was I was talking with a friend of mine the other day about just 80s music. I was telling him like, oh, man, I got to come up with a song, (laughs) you know, just like an idea because we were doing this and we were talking a lot about the songs in the 80s and what was really going on with them. He made this really good point that I want to share. And he he was talking about how in I'm I'm not going to like describe it accurately, but but basically from a musical perspective, you know, there are these one, these, there's these really awesome beats that we grew up with that we like, but if you think about it, they're kind of like expressionless, they're emotionless, but they resonate with us. Right. So there, you have like these synth pads and these beats and stuff, and you can't really, you have to kind of spend a lot of effort to try to manipulate a digital sound to really show kind of expression. Right. It's just like, it's, it's a pound, it's a snare, it's a beat, it's a kick, whatever. But for whatever reason, it just kind of, resonated with us during that time and I was telling him about that episode we did about the 80s songs and it triggering memories and I feel like that's really what the 80s was doing like from a musical standpoint they were trying to be really experimental moving more into like this digital phase of um, using synthesizer patches and sounds and experimenting with those things versus like actual you know instruments where physically you can you know Mm -hmm. touch a piano play a piano and it's a piano sound um, and I don't know why I'm bringing all this up. I guess I'm bringing it up because this is another like example of, you know, just a lot of experimentation going on in the 80s, both with sound, both with just lyrics. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of tell that's why the 80s is so rich with songs of like, what's the heck, whack-ass thing were they thinking? You know? <laughs> it's like, but it was cool and it was entertaining. Yeah. So what else you got up your sleeve? I did a little as usual research and just started to pull up a list of um, songs. And there's quite a bit of discussion online about whack lyrics in 80s songs. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so there's like a couple of discussion boards that I saw, but one of them came up. It was the police song. The do, 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 da, 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 da. Yeah. That's all I want to say to you. Right. That's all I want to say to you. Yeah. It's a do, 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 da, 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 da. But then that, for some reason, that was, like, super popular. Like, why? Like, do you think someone could get away with that today? Probably not. <laughs> well, they get away with other shit instead. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I guess they had, in, in the kind of this discussion board, they were talking about the police. And um, I think that was this song about how they were trying to make it a little bit more complicated. But the idea of the song was like, you know what? Let's just keep it simple. Like, why? Simple is so powerful. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were like, okay. Did they have their baby do the lyrics? A do 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 da 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 da. That's all I want to say to you, because that's all I can say to you right now. <laughs> Probably. Anyway, that's one example. Um, and then the next, and then in gen- when I thought about this too, I thought, you know, just in general, this band B fifty twos. Mm-hmm. I totally love and they're so artsy right so maybe there's that element playing into it but I guess there's a song that I'm not familiar with Private Idaho do you know oh, that song? oh yes I have heard that song I don't know that one and then Love Shack was also referenced Love Shack's definitely the popular one alright so here's the 
Private Idaho by the B-52s. Who wants to live in Idaho anyway, but your own private Idaho? I don't get that. I love it too, but... sure what that's all about wasn't there a movie called private idaho remember that a movie yeah about what i don't know but wasn't it called private Private ryan no like a a military army movie no you're thinking of saving private ryan oh my god totally having an old lady moment right now so there's private idaho there's that and then the next one is, oh, come on. Now it's your favorite. Steve Miller Band. Mm. Abra, Abra, Cadabra. Mm-hmm. I want to reach out and grab you. Like, what is that? That's, um, sounds kind of sexual harassment like. Yeah, like every other 80s song. That's like, <laughs> yeah. like, come on, Eileen. Isn't that another sexual? Oh, reaction? yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. And there's another one. I want to, it might be Flock of Seagulls. I th- I might be misremembering, but there's a song called like, I want to, want to, something about getting them down on their knees, like by oh. persuading them so much that they like love them that something on your knees. I'm like, how did people get away with that shit? Like in the 80s, singing about stuff like that. I know. You can't even have your own license plate say anything bad. But yeah, you're creating these songs that are on the radio for 50 years. Yeah. And making money off of it. Anyway. Okay. So that was that one. Okay. So I'm going to interrupt this regularly scheduled program and I'm going to update you with my own private Idaho movie update. Oh, okay. So there was a movie called My Own Private Idaho. And it has Lila's boyfriend in it, Keanu Reeves, <laughs> in River Phoenix. And they travel from Portland, Oregon to Idaho to find Mike's estranged mother. Mike is River Phoenix. And they end up in the coast of Italy. So they went from Oregon to did, Idaho to Italy. Did they get lost? <laughs> and that was in 1991. So you're not losing oh. your mind quite yet. Phew. Thank you, Jesus. I remembered that one. So what else is cheese-worthy? Okay, so cheese-worthy, Bill Collins, Susudio. Susudio. Studio. Yeah, what is that? Is that like Sudio, like P-S-U-E-D-O? It's S-U-S-S-U-D-I-O. Susudio. Because that's how he says it, or...? I think that's how you pull up the song. Mm. I think that's how you spell it. Okay. But I don't know if that's a person. I don't even remember <laughs> anything about that song other than the su- su- studio. 
just like <laughs> I just sang that off key. I don't even know. See, it's like, I don't know what she did. But anyway, that popped up on the discussion board list. And um, mm-hmm. so then there's another one, Sticks. Oh, they're Sticks. Actually, I saw them. Pretty, in Con- yeah. I saw them at Great America. Like recently? <laughs> well, no, in the nineties. <laughs> 80s. I think it was the 80s. Yeah, recently. Maybe like right before, right before COVID. <laughs> at Great America. I can see. <laughs> You're like, hey, Sticks is playing at Great America. I'm going <laughs> down there right quick. <laughs> you. You're such a bitch. I can see the hella like rocking out. <laughs> they were good in concert back in the 80s. Were. No, I bet they were. So their song that popped up was Mr. Roboto. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh. It's like there's some it's... Japanese in there, right? Yeah, that is Japanese. It's like saying thank you or something. Right. To Mr. Roboto. Mm-hmm. I'm like, who's Mr. Roboto? Like, what was going on at the time that they needed to say thank you to him? What is that? <laughs> you like, what are people thinking? <laughs> All right, so go back to Phil Collins. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Just okay, this yeah. just in. I feel like MSNBC with the freaking election. Susudio <laughs> is an imaginary girl's name, and the song is about having a crush on someone when you are young. He used Susudio as a name to encompass any girl. That's what I would have come up with. Susudio? <laughs> I don't. Okay, Phil. All right, so Mr. Roboto. Yeah, so Mr. Roboto sticks. I mean, that almost that song almost just kind of explains itself why it made the list. But it's all like the lyrics are all like in. It's like Domo Arigato Misuta Roboto. Is that Italian or Japanese? Probably would be Japanese, right? I don't know. It's like the first five lines are like. Matu ai mari. Oh, mm. that might be Japanese. So it goes, you're wondering who I am. Secret secret, I've got a secret. Machine or mannequin with parts made in Japan. I am the modern man. Oh. So it's basically talking about a robot, but it says I'm not a robot without emotions. I'm not what you see. I am the modern man. Secret, secret. I've got a secret. Who hides behind a mask so no one else can see my true identity. And then it goes into ah, Domo Arigato, Mr. Roboto. Mr. Roboto. Domo Arigato. So what else you got? I'm about to go off on a second and on this song because I got issue with it. I think we might have talked about it before. But remember when Band-Aid did that yes. fundraiser? Yes. Do they know it's Christmas? Okay. <laughs> Even the first time I heard this song when I was a kid, I knew I was like, how fucked up is this? The line is, but tonight, thank God it's them instead of you. Like, really? <laughs> Why is that okay? It's not. Anyway, that's not quite whack lyric, but it is whack lyric. Like, that's bad lyric. That's. I just, I don't know. I'm heated about it now that I'm just kind of, like, I got about a hundred thoughts going through my mind about this song. <laughs> it's just wrong. It's like, who are you to like go and. I know, but they all came together. 
raised money to do something. I don't even know what it did. I'll have to look that up to see how effective that was. And then they had like, there was Band-Aid, Farm-Aid. Mm-hmm. And, and then there was one more I think I'm missing. What was it? Maybe those were the only two. We are Band-Aid. the world. Live-Aid. Yeah. This was made in 1984. I did like that intro, though, Angle. You liked what? I like the intro, the drums. <laughs> Go for it, George. <laughs> Christmas time. Hey, Phil. Oh, wham. To see these guys in these video when they're so young and what they've grown up to be, not good. I know. so well there and then they had to ruin it with that line with that line so anyway right because the only water is the tears coming out of your eyes i mean how insensitive is that shit i know and and i just like i feel like it's an example of where the intent was good but the execution was just whack mm-hmm. and while it might have been um an ends to a means i guess it still just leaves a very like yucky taste in your mouth, you know, as we look back at it. But you know what? It's that was the time, and you know, whatever. if they raised a lot of money, then I guess that's good. That's a good, and then hopefully, other aides learned by their mistake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, speaking of Duran Duran, mm-hmm. who by the way, shout out to my sister because she loved, loved, loved them. And the only real reason why I listened to them was because of her. I mean, that was a lot of music in the 80s, just listening to what she was listening to, obviously, because mm-hmm. she's a bit older. But Duran Duran, who, by the way, they're still pretty hot today. I mean, ain't gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Some of them. Roger Taylor, who was my favorite, the drummer, and seemed to be like the quietest one, hot today. Even though he looks old. Okay. So the song that came up is Hungry Like the Wolf. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. And the line that came up that was like, what is I, is this? Which I don't, I when you say it, you and you try to remember what line it was in, how it was sung, it's a little bit weird for a second. But anyway, the line is, I smell like I sound. <laughs> <laughs> so does he sound angry? Sweet? savory salty 
I smell like I sound. Is he talking about him or an animal? I think an animal, maybe. I smell like I sound. I'm lost in a found. And maybe. I'm Hungry like a wolf. Maybe sounds like a wolf and smells like one. Like, why is that even appealing? You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, anyway. I, look, and the, let me just disclaimer this. Like, I don't write lyrics. I don't know how. I'm not very good at it. So I'm all sitting here talking shit. But, but I don't know how. But to we can. It. So get over it, well, people. <laughs> you want to <laughs> criticize and, you know, talk about shit? Then get your own damn podcast. <laughs> your own YouTube channel. <laughs> Okay, so anyway, so that was one that came up. Um, and then uh, the next one is Starship. We built this city. Mm-hmm. This is interesting. So that I just pulled, I pulled a quote up off of this like discussion board and it says here, um, firstly, the line, Marconi plays the mamba in the pre-chorus. I'm just going to read what it, how it was written. Like, this is what it says. Firstly, the line, Marconi plays the mamba in the pre-chorus. Does anybody actually know what that means? Moving on, who counts the money underneath the bars? And then it's all, dunno, who? <laughs> so this is and a discussion then, in that forum? Yeah. <laughs> like they go back and forth. I don't know. Who does count the money? And then who rides the wrecking ball into our guitars? It's as if they want us to find something significant in the endless line of meaningless questions. There is no meaning. <laughs> like that's what, that's what somebody said about it. Anyway, I thought it was him. Marconi plays the mamba. Who's Marconi? Marconi, didn't he like create radio? I don't know. He's an Italian inventor. Why is he playing the mamba? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like... Marconi plays the mamba, listen to the radio, don't you remember? So maybe that's why referring to oh. the inventor. The next one that I have here is Michael Jackson, who I love, love, right? Want to be starting something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remember that song? So I'm going to read another wanna thing. Want to be starting like something. A... Got to be starting something. Said you want to be starting something. Got to be starting something. Too high to get over. Ooh, ooh. Hey, Too low yeah. to get under. Yeah, yeah. You're stuck in the middle. Yeah, yeah. And I can't remember the rest of the song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so so the line here that was like in this article or this discussion, it was like, the chief witness for the prosecution here is the unforgettably inane, you're a vegetable, you're a vegetable, still they hate you, you're a, be- you're a vegetable, you're just a buffet, you're a vegetable. And although the lines, if you can't feed your baby, then don't have a baby and don't think maybe are considerably less than poetic. So what is up with the vegetables in the buffet? Is that actually the lyrics? That's the lyrics. You're a vegetable. You're a vegetable. They're hating you. I don't know. Still, they <laughs> hate you. How's it go? You're a vegetable. Yeah, what is that? Was he just like going off? I don't know. That's why it's on this list. <laughs> That's why it's on this list. <laughs> You're like, what is that trying to, I mean, what could that possibly be? You're a vegetable. You're a vegetable. Still, they hate you. I guess, you know, you're just a buffet. You're a vegetable. So they're basically getting, they're using you, whoever that person is, because you're a buffet. What? That didn't even make sense. 
probably going to get sued for this, but that's okay. <laughs> we don't own this song. We're just using it. I'm not getting paid. <laughs> I do not own the rights to this song. Not own the rights. Entertainment purposes only. <laughs> personal research. This is personal research. Alright, let's try to get to the vegetable part. I like that sound. That's like a quicka. Is that what those are? Quickas? I don't know. You tell me. A little birdie Brazilian sound. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I didn't even understand the stuff after that, your vegetable line part. Like, it wasn't even in the line that I had, not even the buffet part. I was looking for it and I didn't see it. So, I think a lot of musicians just kind of like, I mean, just to kind of fill the space (laughs) sometimes. It's like, it's like the uh, whole Mr. Roboto. Momo arigato, Mr. Roboto. Do it again, Kathy. We just need to fill up the space. So we're just going to go. A do, do, do. Da, 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 da. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I guess. You feel me? So I was just mumbling. But I don't know. Anyway, I, it doesn't make sense to me, but that, you know, maybe that's not the point. And the fact that, you know, maybe they to do it for it to kind of inspire discussion <laughs> might be the point. So it, it served its purpose. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, why question somebody's art really? I mean, the whole point of it is like just to get you thinking, reacting to it. And if you don't, if you ain't feeling it, you know, then try something else. <laughs> right. And then they wonder why people don't get the lyrics. You know how people sing songs. Yeah. Like you're singing a song, you don't know the lyrics, so you make it up. Yeah. It's kind of the same. It's because we can't understand the lyrics, so we have to make it up. Let's make some shit up. <laughs> and then and then on the on the opposite end of it too, I was just this same friend that I was talking to about like the eighties music music in general was like Stevie Wonder songs. I never realized this until he articulated it. Like Stevie Wonder songs are fantastic. This does this definitely does not fall in the whack lyric um phase, but I didn't realize how much he jams in lyrically in his songs. Hmm. Like all I do is like that. Like all, just all of his songs are, there's a lot of words going on mm-hmm. in those songs. So it's a similar thing where, but maybe an opposite problem where you're trying to fill up, you got a lot to say and you want to jam it all in versus like, you're not sure if you got anything to say. So you just go make up some whack shit and just like fill it in. So I don't know. I don't know why yeah. I brought that up. I just thought it was interesting because I love Stevie Wonder. Well, that's all very interesting because I think even throughout the years, there's still cheese out there, cheese ball songs. I mean, that mm-hmm. will never go away. If anything, that's what sustains music, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's also, like you said, about experimenting, whether it's with the lyrics or the music itself. And I think that's important. So you have a special treat for everybody. Oh, yeah. Kind of like musically saging all of this shit talking we're doing mm-hmm. <laughs> with these songs. Lilawa, actually, this is a shout out to Lilawa. She was helping me think of a new song to learn. I was doing this kind of online thing, really quite this kind of fun um, thing last minute. And she turned me on to this uh, Alicia Keys song. 
um, called Holy War. And when I was looking at the lyrics, it was very timely, kind of um, kind of timely with everything going on with elections, with this change in administration. And I just can't even imagine how people are feeling out there. There's like this real mix of like extreme joy and happiness. But, you know, for people who were really supporting Biden, um, I think we have to also <laughs> recognize people who were really big Trump supporters. And even though it might be like a different viewpoint, you know, there still has to be some sensitivity to how people are feeling. Because what if it had gone, what if it had gone the other way? I'm just saying. So, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know. That's, I'm just, I mean, I agree to a, to a point, but at the other side, hell no. I know. I know. You know, I'm that. not going to be the one that takes the higher road this time because I've been doing it for four years and I'm about done with that yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Yes. But go ahead and sing your song. <laughs> so I was just, I thought it might be a nice idea, just timely to kind of sing this because it doesn't, it doesn't really say anything supporting one party or another, but it's just kind of taking this opportunity as a moment of like doing some resetting because there is a shit ton of resetting that needs to be done mm-hmm. uh, with this new administration. And I think like, as that work is being done, just kind of, kind of reminding us to be cognizant of what we as citizens of this country can also do just in our day-to-day everyday lives to be sensitive to that kind of stuff. In this lucid dream, baptized and boundaries, and schooled in sin, divided by difference, sexuality and skin, so we could hate each other and fear each other, we could build these walls between each other, maybe blow by blow and break by break, keep yourself locked in, yourself locked in, yeah, we can hate each other and fear each other, we can build these walls between each other, maybe blow by blow and break by break, keep yourself locked in, yourself locked in, maybe we should love somebody. Keep yourself open. 
I was just going to say that this is through uh, Skype. So with that become, you know, you get the whole Skype breaks and stuff. So there were a couple that happened. So for those that are listening, that's probably what you're hearing. It's not necessarily Shailani's playing whatsoever. (laughs) I want to do this and just kind of throw it up on YouTube. So if and when that ever happens... We could hear a much more clean version of it. Absolutely. As well. Anyway. Yeah. Thanks, Kathy. Thanks, Shailani. Wanted to end it on a, a lovely note. Yes. Thank you. you know, why not? <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for being on the show again, Shailani. Breaking it down. Wiki wiki. 80s. <laughs> cheesy 80s, 80s style. I was hoping you'd throw in the wiki wiki at the end. <laughs> Thanks for always having me and opening the door when I knock. Yes. <laughs> I do look through the peephole just the same. Do you tiptoe to the door and you're like, oh, shit, who is that? Oh, it's her, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Chris, to the Women Who Sarcast Patreon family. Thank you for listening to Women Who Sarcast, an independent podcast. We welcome and encourage your snarky comments. Contact us at womenwhosarcast at yahoo.com and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at womenwhosarcast. Support us on Patreon and become part of our sarcastic community. Visit www.patreon.com backslash womenwhosarcast. Show music provided by Mike Imbasciani.